Hey, besties. My name's Lisa. And my name's Tamara, and we're BFFs. Tamara and I met when we were about 12 years old, growing up in good old Fairbanks, Alaska. And we've been best friends forever since. That's right. And that's why we've decided to have some fun, friendly conversations with the bestest of best friends. We'll talk about how we became best friends, our experiences together, and have other best friends on the show to share how they met. Who knows? You never know when you'll meet your next BFF. Now let's get into it. How I met my BFF. Welcome to How I Met My BFF. I'm your host, Lisa Reed, with my co-host, Tamara Kindred. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And we have some exciting guests today, Aaron Duffy and Leslie Cunningham coming from California and Minnesota. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. So excited to be here. <laughs> we can't wait to hear your story. I'm going to get to my seat. Erin's been tempting me. She's like, you can't wait till I hear this story. So I'm very, very excited to have you on the show. Uh, we are excited to have you on the show. And uh, Tamara, what, what's been going on in your world this uh, last couple of weeks? Anything oh, goodness. Um, you know, besides just getting through the holidays and weather and flights and all of that stuff. Um, I think the biggest news that I have gotten to celebrate is my um, third in line. My daughter, she is a senior this year and we found out that she was accepted into her number one choice university and received a four-year scholarship. Um, So that was, yeah, very exciting. And um, it, it makes the new year feel a lot better knowing that we have that locked in. So that was kind of my exciting, uh, you know, she's number three to go to college and um, it's always, you know, fun when you get that type of news. So, yeah. yeah. I can, re- I remember I was feeling that last year around the same time when Ariana got accepted into her top favorite places and it all just kind of worked out this thing that I've been worrying about for so long of college and all the unknowns with that. So it's, yeah, that feels really good. Well, congratulations. Number three in line. <laughs> two more to go. <laughs> Only two more to go. Yay. <laughs> um, for me today, this week, in the last few days, I got to overcome my frustration with the water heater not working and it is all working as officially today. We have hot water. Yay. So, <laughs> um, that was my big, exciting thing that happened. Like the Alaska days. I know it's like, and it's, <laughs> I know I'm going to sound, I'm coming from Southern California here. Y'all. So this is going to sound bad, but it was cold outside. I'm just saying it was, we had to put the heater on. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> wow. so when the water doesn't work, neither does our heater, um, which I found out last year. And so. Today, I'm incredibly grateful for hot water and a heater. And I think it's one of those things you don't really realize you are grateful for it until you don't have it, (laughs) which is what I thought the last time it went out. We have a new water heater. So this is the new water heater broke. So I'm like, oh, you know, I forgot to be grateful for that that hot water. (laughs) But now I am today very grateful. So we're back on track. Um, in other breaking news, let's find out about Aaron and Leslie. So we want to know, how did you meet? How did you meet your BFF? And 
who wants to go first? Well, Leslie. <laughs> Leslie's going to go first. She's taking so the reins. I went to California in 1969, going into first grade. Oh. And I went through first grade, brand new kid on the block. Aaron arrived in the Bay Area in second grade. And I vividly remember her out on the playground. And I knew she was another newbie. <laughs> and like, I know how that feels. <laughs> yes. And we started our friendship way back then. You know, uh-huh. so it started there and it just continued to grow. So that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and she is correct. I was the newbie in second grade. Um, and I will always remember going, getting into my second grade class and the name Aaron was not very popular when Leslie and I were kids and my teacher could not <laughs> say it. So she, you know, when you're the new kid in the class and they make you stand up and introduce yourself, you know, we have, uh, right it doesn't make any sense but yes and i i always remember leslie you know i honestly the first time i really remember her was in brownies because oh. her mom was our brownie leader <laughs> And, right. and we used to go to Leslie's house and, and right away, I mean, I don't know. We just hit it off. We weren't in the same second grade class, but we'd see each other in the playground and said, well, we were in the same Brownie group and that was, or troop, I should say troop. It's a yeah. troop. What am I thinking about? So I always remember that was the beginning. I mean, I know that our parents both had pictures of Leslie and I in our Brownie uniforms. We just can't find one. These are so cute. Whenever. And Aaron and I also, we lived, here was our elementary school, and I lived on one side of the elementary school, and Aaron lived on the other. So, I mean, it literally was like a five-minute walk to one another. Yeah, yeah. When did you feel like, okay, now we're best friends? So, that's like the initial meeting and kind of getting to know each other, but when did it move to that next level? Let's think, uh, you know, that's, you know, because we've been friends for 52 years in September, <laughs> which is kind of crazy, right? <laughs> just FYI, I'm aging myself, but it's true. Um, you know, um, great. I would say, you know, the one thing that comes to mind, Leslie, I mean, because all three brownies, Girl Scouts, whatever, but it was don't you think fourth grade was the beginning in Mrs. Show's class? I do. I do. But old Mrs. Show. Yeah. Mrs. Show lived up to her name. Yeah. Let me tell you. She was kind of a hippie and very unconventional. Like her classroom, ladies, was... It, it was crazy today. That classroom would not exist. What was what? What did she do yeah. that was like crazy? And now I'm dying to know. <laughs> she talk about. She brought her husband in and talked about. He talked about reincarnation and the oh, girl wow. would be coming back as and how that would be. And she just really, you know, believed in the free flowing experience for all the kids. And there was absolutely no order in that classroom and or structure. Or no structure. Aaron and I both came from, and this is, I just have to interject this now. I don't know if this what we talked about later. I think part of the basis of our strong relationship is her and I both came from parents that had very similar parenting philosophies. 
And it was, you know, serious, the stiff upper lip, um, things go wrong, don't show it out to the public, you've got to put it together, you yeah. can do this, you know, do it right, don't do it at all, you know. Right. And we had both older siblings. And so Aaron and I didn't always feel like we fit that per se. Very true. So it was hard in fourth grade when we're like, oh my gosh, it could be like this. You know, oh, like wow. it's not so structured and strict. And somehow Aaron and I, it was a it was a revelation for me. I'm like this, and she really, my mom's, if she knew what was going on in that classroom, she would have pulled me. But Aaron and I just you know, hit it off from there and we're friends all through junior high, wow. different friend groups at some points. And then in high school, definitely reconnected. We were in, um, we were in marching band together. We played clarinet. Yeah. Lisa plays the clarinet. I did play the clarinet. <laughs> yeah. plays a saxophone. Oh, see? Read instruments. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the way, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that had me in tears more than once. I did not like playing the clarinet. Yeah. We were on the flag girls and we played in, and we were into the football games and um really started enjoying doing that kind of thing and going on double dates. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, lots of double dates. And you know, it, it is interesting because she's right, you know, how grade school, junior high, high school, you do kind of have this sort of meandering or if we were all, what I loved about it is Leslie and I were always friends, even though we had different interests. So like in Mrs. Show's class back to fourth grade, but it's really funny. She was very unconventional. Like she would push all of our, our desks into the center and she had four corners in her classroom that became like, oh, go sit on a rug and, you know, weave, you know, and, or like she had an old TV set that she brought in that had nothing in it, and you could sit in there <laughs> during reading time. Oh, she wow. also was an actress, a theater person, so I actually did incredibly well in her class because me being the singer actor, I aspired to that so much. Where in my family, that was a nice dream, but you couldn't be one kind mm -hmm. of thing. Like it was always poo pooed, you know. And Mrs. Show just let that come out, you know, big time. Um, and so I was, I actually excelled in our class and Leslie and I, like we would crack up. Like we had each other on those kind of weird days when it's like, yeah, we're going to like pull all the desks and throw them in a corner and just go do whatever you want to do. I mean, seriously, this was fourth grade. And we sort of just resonated, like hung out with each other and kind of laughed through a lot of it. But it also let me come out of my, my skin because Leslie's right. Like we were raised in the same type of family, very strict. Um, rule-based and, and Leslie knew, like, you know, I was always the actress. Like I was always like, Leslie, I, I can't tell you how many times I recruited her into my neighborhood shows that I would direct and pull all the neighborhood kids. And I would make Leslie come from the other side of school and be on my shows. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing so hard. That's funny. <laughs> and Leslie, Hated that. I did. Um, but she did it. But she was um, speaking right. Speaking of how, like, our, one of our questions that we ask is um, what Leslie, and I'll ask, you know, Aaron, you can be next, but Leslie, what do you love about Aaron? What has kept you guys maintaining this 52 year friendship for so long? Because that's it. I think you guys might, well, We've had some other long, pretty long, but I mean, that's longer than mine and Lisa's friendship. So I can't, I mean, I, I hope that we get to that. And, um, I don't, 
But yeah, what do you love about Aaron's friendship, Leslie? Um, well, there's multiple things that come to mind, but the mm. first is dependability. Mm. So, um, all you know, both of us have had very challenging times in our lives, and she has always, always, always been there for me. And if she can't talk or can't be there, she will be there in a different form or at a different time. Um, what I love about her is her tenacity to hang on to the good mm. and her tenacity to continue to always work on herself and realize we all have self-development. And when I've gone through particularly very, very dark times in my life, and talking to Erin and I could be sobbing and crying on the phone because I'm out in California and she's in Minneapolis. And she'd be on the other side of the phone, articulate, calming, and could mm-hmm. honestly speak to the areas in the appropriate way, the areas for growth and how we can get through this. And it's it's amazing. It always feels like a partnership, truly. And mm-hmm. I, I can see that. I, and I love the way she loves life. She truly does. Her, her energy is unlimited and mine is limited. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I really, you know, she makes me feel really good about myself too. She doesn't say all these wonderful things, but she just has a way of being around her that boosts my morale. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. How about you, Erin? What are, you know, I have to say, you know, very similar because Leslie's right. I mean, what is so good, beautiful about our journey together is um, we've always been there for each other all the way through. Um, and there are so many times when you think about a 52-year friendship that we could have gone separate ways. Um, and I thought about this yesterday about there's two moments in our lives when our lives could have gone separate ways because it happens to everybody. The one is when you graduate from high school. Absolutely. And and I will never forget, like she was going to San Luis Obispo. I was going to Loyola and it was like, um, we met at Leslie's house and we said our goodbyes and we are in tears. We gave each other a gift and our tears ladies was about like, I hope I see you again. Like, we're going to see each other, right? Where, you know, that kind of thing. And what is amazing is every Christmas, every summer, like, we were always together. Mm-hmm. You know, we kept that going, even as our lives, you know, as you're majoring in whatever you're majoring, our lives are going in different directions, but we always had each other. And then the other moment back in 92, when I moved to Minneapolis. Now, ladies, this was before we had cell phones. This was before we had the web and all the great tools we have today. It was the expensive thing to make a phone call back in 92. And the same exact thing, like having, we had a big dinner before we moved here and Leslie and I like being like hugging each other. And it's like, we're going to keep this going, right? You know, and we did. And the interesting thing about Leslie is because she's just, well, one, I have to say one thing about Leslie, she's incredibly fierce. You put any problem in front of her and she will figure it out. And she's also so incredibly honorable, has more integrity than anybody I know. And she is the first one to call you when there's a problem. And let me tell you, I've been through some dark times and I was going through some really heavy duty stuff very early on in like my twenties and thirties. And who's the first person 
that I picked up the, I mean, three o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's like, who would I call it? It's Leslie. And she not only is right there, soft place to land, but she also is like, okay, what do we have to do? What are we going to do to make this better? And she never, ever, ever would abandon that. That is just who she is. And I am so grateful for that because I can I could give you multiple, multiple times in our lives when I needed that soft place to land and she was always there. Mm. She will be. Yeah. Just how she is. It yeah. is a true gift. It is yeah. a friendship like this to me, and I will get choked up, but I'm not actually, I don't cry easily, is um, truly worth bricks of more than bricks of gold to me. A true friendship. Absolutely. Because um, truly, there's no money in the world I could be given to replace Aaron in the friendship. Uh It's it's, it's that important to me. Yeah. And when I went through um, a really horrible divorce and Aaron didn't know that it had started and it was very abrupt and horribly difficult. Um, And I called Aaron and I knew I had just been at her wedding her recent wedding several years back and I knew she was leaving on her honeymoon and mm-hmm. I had to call her yeah. and tell her what happened. And that girl was on the airplane going to Europe and I left her a voicemail in chatters and she spent hours on the phone with me during her honeymoon. And she checked in with me during her honeymoon and Aaron, you were just like, and I looked back and I apologized to who is now her husband. And I said, I'm sorry, you're on the plane in this wonderful time. And I'm like, killjoy. But I mean, it was multiple times on our honeymoon. You know, she would call me and talk. And then obviously after she came home, it was multiple times. But the whole point is that she's there for me when it's least convenient for her. Mm. Because a friendship's easy when it's convenient for you, right, lady? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's least convenient and you have that person there for you, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Aaron is to me. Yeah. Well, I think we're both picking up what you're throwing down. I mean, we, we, you know, I think we, we had that when we went through high school or after high school and Tamara moved to, well, she, she's going to move one place, but ended up moving another place. But then I moved to California. We grew up in Alaska. And, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. we met in high school or junior high school, and then, um, and then when we went off to college, we went to Hawaii together for a couple of weeks, and then it was it that that. And then we were, you know, parting ways, physic in physical locality. This is in the uh, 1991, and but I I don't I never had that thought of this might be the last time we saw see each other. That like never actually occurred to me. Even I just never occurred to me. Hmm. But I knew we weren't going to see each other as often. I mean, that mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was hard. But we. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you know what is interesting is I, I when I think back at that time, it was that even though I knew in my core I would not lose Leslie, I think it was, oh gosh, what if we drift apart? Yeah, because you yeah. see that happen so often. And I actually saw that happen even with my parents when my parents moved from the East Coast to California when we were little kids, that there were certain friends that just drifted away, you know, and yet 
Then there were also the gold friends. And I remember my mom's two best friends from high school. And man, up until the day my mom died, those two women were core in my mom's life, even though they live in the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that, you know, that golden friendship. And it was that, I I think in a way that I knew in my heart. So I'm like, oh no, Leslie and I, because we've talked since I think we were little kids. Oh, we're going to grow old together. You know, and you know, that sounds like fun, but it's like, now here we are 52 years later. And it's like, oh, oh Yeah we're going to grow old together because we are growing old together. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it could definitely relate to like, just, just again, all the, um, the, ch- you know, challenges in life. What, like, I know I went to Tamar, Tamar's wedding and then came back home to go to realize that my marriage was over. Not the one, not, not that the one I'm in right now, the one before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just like, Oh God, you know, here she's up on this, you know, this high and now I'm in the low. And then we, we've flipped, of course, um, yeah, over time as, as life yeah. serves you it's all kinds of surprises that life doesn't always go the way we expect it to or want it to. So exactly. Well, you know, did you ever notice like, cause we've all been friends obviously for a long time yeah. and when we're kids or when, even when we're in college, cause remember in college, I really saw my life's path more like a linear line, like just straight, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to get married. I'm having kids. I'm going to have a career. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then it really dawned on me when I was 26 years old and my father got very, very ill unexpectedly and life. It was like, all of a sudden, no, it's this life you thought was going to happen is not going to happen. It's suddenly you realize it's a meandering journey and there's only certain friends that hang out for the whole meandering journey of the ups and the downs, the losses. Um, not everybody does. And uh, for Leslie, man, from every, every tough thing that I went through, I am telling you, she was always there for me mm-hmm. every single time. And the, when my mom did pass away, you know, I, I, Leslie was the first call I made. I remember that. Hospital. Yeah. And I also I remember that vividly. I was in my kitchen and I answered the phone, which was on a cord back then. And I answered the phone. I remember vividly. And her, so, her voice was so soft. Mm-hmm. And I remember your sister, your older sister, Joanne, who are you talking to? Yeah. Talking to Leslie. Yeah. And then I also remember Eric, which is much more recent. How long ago did your dad pass? Two? Uh, four years ago. Four, four years, years ago. Yeah. My I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, four years ago, I remember where I was. I was in the car in a parking lot waiting to talk to my divorce attorney, and a message came through from Aaron. Mm. And that was a shock when he died. That was not expected. And so I have told the divorce attorney, I have to go. There's a, an emergency with a friend. So, um, yeah, we've both been there with one another, and my parents have both since passed. Yep. Yeah. And we kind of the same way when Leslie's mom passed away, it was just like right away. I mean, it was just, and it was also what's interesting. And I wonder, you know, uh, you too, if, if, if uh, you felt this as well, like there's times when I know I need to call Leslie and right away she goes, Oh, like, I was just about to call. call. Yeah. Like, it's like, we have a a connection that from yeah. 2,000 miles away, we can feel like, oh, I need to pick up the phone and call Leslie, or I need to text her find out, hey, can you, do you have time for a, right. you know, a little 
call, you know, kind of thing. And we just, and we've been doing this for a long time. Like we just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we had, and I mean, tomorrow you can chime in. I, you'll probably remember things that I don't remember, but <laughs> even though we were friends young, like, like the two of you, not as young, but um, you know, 12 years old or whatever, we, I grew up in a very new age with a new, very new age, um, open spirituality. And Tamara had a lot of, um, hippie type influence as well. Um, but, uh, when we were 18, 19, maybe 19, must've been 19. Um, we went and saw, we were in Hawaii and we saw this angel lady. And then, you know, this was like back in the nineties when, well, that wasn't mm-hmm. like super popular. There wasn't like angel carol, tarot decks or anything like that. It wasn't like, and she'd written this book about angels and we, someone knew her and she invited us to go to see her house. And we're like, okay, or go to, go to meet her. So we go and meet her. She's a little lady, just sweet as can be. And we, we go home, we, and we were sharing a room. We were at my dad's house and we we're sharing a room. And like, all of a sudden, like we both saw like all these, what I can only assume was a physical representation of an angels, like these little golden sparks all around the room. And that's the only time I've ever seen that like that. Mm-hmm. And we both saw it. And, uh, wow. You remember it that way, Tamara? I don't Yeah. And I'm, like, we, oh, I'm, like, I'm making this up in my mind. <laughs> I you know, yeah. No, we, I, I wrote it down in my journals um, and we were not doing any substances whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> this was way before we knew about wine. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the connection. Um, so Aaron, what what do you wish moving forward for Leslie? What what's one of your wishes for her that? In- oh, my wish for Leslie is that you know she finds just contentment with her life ahead, her journey ahead, honestly, I think is going to be the best of her journey. She's had an incredible journey. I mean, she's raised two amazing kids. And again, when I say fierce, that's how I talk about Leslie, because man, talk about a fierce mama bear, man, does she, I I could, I could tell you multiple stories about just what an incredible mom she is. And now she has these two amazing kids and they're doing their thing. Right. And it's like, it's her turn now. It's Leslie's turn. And she's one of the smartest, wisest women I know. And that's true. Oh my. And I've told her this, like, it's her turn now because, you know, when the kids were small, especially after, you know, um, they had Holly, it was like, the decision was like, okay, why are we both working? You know, they both work for major, you know, the Fortune 100 companies, right? And Leslie was top of her game. And they made the decision that's like Leslie will work, you know, be a uh, stay-at-home mom, and and her husband was going to work, and it worked out great. And the thing is, it's like here she is now. The kids are done. What do I do now? And I'm like, how you raise those kids, like your skills, your experience. If I could, I'd hire her. Like anybody who could have her or she starts her own company, um, she is fierce and amazing and smart. And I just want now for her to take all of that and make it about her because it's her turn. It's her turn. Her turn. Yeah. 
Well, thank you, Erin. And that's what I, you know, part of Erin for her to be able to even um, challenge me in that way because that's so foreign to me and kind of out of my box. And for her to be able to talk about a friend, you know, pushing somebody that is not necessarily comfortable and not familiar or not knowing how to go about things and say no, which she's talked about multiple times with me. It's your turn now. What are you going to do? Let's get it focused on you, you know? And, um, you know, it doesn't, a lot of people aren't going to take the time to really want to push you when you're not comfortable being pushed. And she's one of the few people that I would allow to push me. Because I respect her so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. And what, Leslie, what do you wish for for Erin moving in the future? From your I really wish that she gets to be a very old lady and I die before her. <laughs> I don't want to let that her. No. I'm sorry, it's the truth. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot imagine not having you. I know. Okay, in all seriousness, though, um, she's really found an amazing partner in her life now going on. You know, it's been 10 years, and she's well overdue and very well-deserved. And I, I pray for both of them. My prayers and my wishes for both of them is the amount of happiness I see that they bring one another and the amount of fulfillment that Erin has starting her new business and having the guts to do it. And regardless of whether or not it goes forward one way or it takes a trajectory in a different path, um, the amount of sincere happiness and love that I see in her eyes towards her husband and um, the happiness they bring to one another, it just it shines through her. And mm-hmm. it gives me great peace to see her have a peace of mind about being with someone and treated so well. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. It's true. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> yes, I met him. Oh, well, yeah. Lisa just met him. Tamara, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have any other any questions? That you're- um, well, I just, I guess the one thing that we didn't kind of, I mean, you guys kind of filled in our normal questions that we asked separately, but you guys did a great job at filling us in. And we look at the reason why Lisa and I wanted to do this is, you know, besides if we become famous and have Gail and Oprah on is, you know, we want to have kind of like little time capsules for for you guys, you know, to go back to and look at and be able to listen. Because one thing I know, I mean, I try and I think we're pretty good, but I know sometimes, you know, just with how busy life can be, I don't always get to appreciate Lisa the way that I, you know, wish I could or that she deserves. So I hope that this has been good for, you know, you both to be able to, you know, just sit down and be able to just Kind of, you know, with our best friends, we don't always get to take a minute and, you know, acknowledge one another the way that we should. So I hope that it's been, you know, fun. And um, I guess the last thing is, you know, I you guys talked about your memories, but is there anything that you know is that you'd like to add as far as having best friends? And we know that you know there's other best friends out there that I'm sure each of you have. Um, and we always hope you know people have more than just one best friend. But is there anything else you guys would like to add to each other? Well, I for me, I truly it's it's a an absolute blessing in my life. You know, it really is. When I look back at my life, it's like, oh, I am so lucky to have this 
amazing woman who has known me since I was seven years old um, through everything, ups and downs, thick and thin, whatever. Um, And I think Leslie said it really well earlier that that is worth more than anything you could offer me. Like I, I would not trade it for the world at all. And I just, I am so incredibly grateful and, and also know it isn't easy to do. It takes, it takes that effort to say, I'm not going to let this slip yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. It's work. It's up. Not work in a bad way, but no, not yeah, in a good way. But you're yeah. right. But it's like I will not let this slip away. I'm not going to let something get in the way. And life does try to throw things in the way. As we're now 52 years in, it's like I think it would be really hard now. But when you're younger, life tries to get in the way to push those deep, deep relationships away. Or like, oh, they're not as important. You need to do this and this and that and whatever. And it's like, mm, no these people, this is gold. This is gold. And I am so grateful, especially as I get older. And as Leslie says, as we become old little ladies, because we will, um, this is what's going to matter. This is where I'm going to be spending my time, you know? Yeah. And I think that to find somebody, when Aaron and I We'll see one another, and throughout the 52 years, obviously, there's been huge breaks in time, you know, living geographically in different areas, having different interests, etc. But when we do pick up and see one another over all these years, it did not feel uncomfortable or awkward or, you know, who's going to take turns to give their update now, you know, like making sure that we didn't step on one another's toes. It truly felt like a sisterhood, you know. And the last thing that I would like to say is that when you can have a friend where you can truly be your authentic self down to your fears and your vulnerabilities and things that we all have shame in our life. We all have things that we have done or that we think, oh my gosh, that you don't want to go out, especially the way her and I were both raised. It's not mm-hmm. easy to talk about. Um, and I feel like with Erin, she just has seen all my vulnerabilities on so many levels that um, it's comfortable. It's very comfortable. And I trust her. And to have that, to have somebody in that degree um, is just, is truly remarkable. Mm-hmm. So, to have that. I, wish, I wish more people honestly would have close friendships and relationships where they could open up to their vulnerabilities. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I just, I'm so glad that both of you were able to come on and share your story. I know when Erin, when Erin and I first talked about it, she's like, oh my gosh, I know I have to have Leslie come with me be on the show. She was so excited and I can see why. And um, it's just been really cool to hear your story. Thank you. Thanks for asking. This is fun. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I mean, seriously, thank you both, ladies, because you're right. We don't have an opportunity to tell one another at this deep level, Erin. I mean, that's true. More. It's true. Exactly. <laughs> that's so true. Well, well, one of the things that we'll say when we uh, close off is or end end our show 
is, and this is encouragement to anyone out there listening, is just, you never really know when you're going to meet your next best friend, like, or your best friend, if you don't have one yet, because it can be in the most, it can be when you're young, when you're middle-aged, when you're older, it can be at the grocery store. It could be at a PTA meeting. It could be through a boyfriend. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> you never know. So um, keep your options open, everyone. And um, because it could be the most special relationship ever that you, that you find. All right. Well, stay tuned for our next episode of How I Met My BFF. And thank you, Leslie and Erin, for being on our episode today. Hey, Bestie, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified of new episodes and check out cool Bestie gift ideas at howimetmybff.com. That's right. And also leave us a review. Those reviews help us out a lot and are one of the best ways to support us. Yes, and if you have a fun story about how you met your BFF, send us an email at info at howimetmybff.com. We would love to hear about it. Definitely. And hey, maybe we'll have you on our next episode. That would be awesome. Until next time. Love ya, BFFs.